what a lot of people do um, within their Google search ads is that they try to go for very generic and very broad. And if you think about all the people that are in your space and in that company, there's probably thousands of businesses that yeah. are trying to search for that term too. Um, so I'm, I'm always looking at what sort of keywords they're doing, whether they're broad or very specific and what sort of return they're getting on them. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Stay Hungry podcast today. It's Joel and Ben from Codebreak and we are talking about Google search ads that convert. I can't call you Ben. For I was going to say, it feels weird you scored me yeah. Ben. <laughs> so uh, for those of you who don't know, Ben is uh, Ben Podmore, known as Poddy in the office. Has been on the podcast before, but it's just told me it was two and a half years ago. Yeah, literally first week so, of me being here, I think it was. Being a hero today because Andy's ill. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. What what do you do at Code Breaks? Obviously, you were an apprentice when you were last on, not yeah. anymore. So yeah, I was last on uh, first week of me joining Code Breaks. So that was kind of a, a bit of a different. As soon as I hear back that and probably listen yeah. to this, it'll probably be two different things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I'm now a digital marketing assistant. Um, was a apprentice, and my job is pretty much all in technical. So all things like websites, SEO, uh, Google Ads, codes, pixels. All that lot, really. Uh, that's pretty much what I'm, I'm doing. Bit of a Google Ads demon, hence I like the to topic. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I guess Google search ads, I think, are becoming more and more critical to small business strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I say that is because we're seeing a lot of competition on meta ads, seeing a lot of competition on TikTok ads, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And what those kind of digital ads do is they try and attract leads, usually like a lead magnet, a sign-up, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Search ads are different. They're intent-based. Mm-hmm. So do you want to explain what that means? Yeah, so obviously uh, on a Google search ads point of view, it's all very much intent. So you're as soon as someone searches for something, whether it's a particular keyword, so for instance, for us as like a marketing anti-agency, as we always say, um, as soon as you search that like marketing agency in Shropshire or anywhere really um will pretty much uh, come up and it will be up in the searches so um as soon as you search for prefer a particular keyword you're paying for that top spot uh and all the intent that is coming through is very very different for facebook because they're very very warm they're literally looking for a service or a product yeah. or anything from there um so you're more likely to get a conversion or a sale through search than you are, I think, on a Facebook ad. But obviously on a Facebook ad, it's very much more... Yeah, the difference difference between building your database and trying to generate a sale. Sale. Yeah. And I think that intent thing, you know, let's say you're a plumber in Colchester. Mm -hmm. If someone searches plumber in Colchester, the beauty of Google search ads is you can come up first. Yeah. Or you know, let's say you're uh, a weight loss coach for mm-hmm. over 30s. Yeah. Weight loss for over 30s, you can come up top. Yeah. Like that, that's what we mean by intent-led search. And what a lot of small businesses don't realise is that they can literally get an inquiry for 10 quid, 20 quid, 30 quid, depending on their industry. Mm-hmm. Now, that plumber in Colchester that's just come top, let's say every inquiry he gets costs him 20 quid, but he knows his average job is worth 150 quid. The, the simple question is, how many 20 quids would you swap for 150 quid? A fuckload, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So 
Um, obviously, a lot of people, we inherit quite a lot of ad accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they come your way. Yeah. What kind of things would you look out for in an ad account to know if it's good, bad, indifferent? So I mainly look at a lot of things. So there can be the ROAS, so the actual return on ad spend, how it's running, how many conversions are getting, how much they're spending, um, the average cost per click that is going on to there, um, and what sort of key terms they're sort of searching for for that particular industry. Uh, Because what a lot of people do um, within their Google search ads is that they try go for very generic and very broad. And if you think about all the people that are in your space and in that company, there's probably thousands of businesses that yeah. are trying to search for that term too um so i'm i'm always looking at what sort of keywords they're doing whether they're broad or very specific and what sort of return they're getting on them keywords and then also looking at their conversions as well because uh, with google their google ai is mental um, yeah. so obviously um google looks at a lot of stuff and one of the things is conversions and i see it day in day out where people's conversions uh, track in and conversion miles off are miles off and Google's going to be targeting for them conversions too when they come through. So yeah, I mean, there's we've seen enough accounts now to know that certain agencies are definitely tracking things as a conversion that they shouldn't be. Oh, 100%. like a button click. Yeah. So that could be a conversion, but yeah. it should be defined within the ad account as a button click, not an inquiry, or like a lower value. For yeah, instance. yeah. Because like you can have like conversion value so for instance if you have um a website inquiry um form come through or a subscription for a newsletter you're more likely to put value on the inquiry that's coming through on the contact page than a than a subscriber on a newsletter so you want to pretty much put and then if you're targeting for that particular thing on google search and has that as a conversion you want the conversion value to be higher on the contact page yeah. than you do on the subscription and that's what you want to target really and that's what you want google to optimize for yeah and i think so people listening understand what a conversion value is mm-hmm. we don't mean sales value yeah. sales value is a separate metric yeah conversion value is how much weight you give that conversion mm-hmm. so if on your website uh an inquiry on the contact form for to buy something from you mm-hmm is the most valuable type of inquiry you could get. Let's say you give that a conversion score of three, then signing up to your newsletter is just like building your database. You might give that a conversion score of one, Mm -hmm. and then in between that, download our free guide, you might give a conversion score of two. Google's AI then, or or algorithm then knows, based on Mm -hmm. the the searches and conversions, how to weight. Yeah, and and who to push it to. Because Google will see if someone converts on that three conversion value, they're going to be looking at people yeah. more on that particular basis and they'll push almost more budget of your stuff to them because yeah, it's a yeah. higher value. And, and that's based on their behavior as well. Exactly. So like if they're someone that's converted on other websites before, mm-hmm. Google knows to serve exactly. to them. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's clever. Yeah, It's clever. But it's so interesting how many small businesses Don't wouldn't have a clue yeah. about anything we just said. Yeah. And they're not wrong it's mm-hmm. just um it's such an opportunity now because digital advertising has been like one of the most underpriced things for the last 10 years mm. did like you know i <laughs> joking with andy the other day but i literally the first advert i ever published anywhere was a full page in the yellow pages like <laughs> what would it have been 16 years ago wow. um 
So Google did exist, but not like it does now. I'm yeah. not sure the Google ad platform existed. Um, and to have a one-page advert in the yellow pages then, so 16 years ago, I'm, I'm sure it was like five grand. <laughs> and obviously that wholly relied on someone, like let's say it was a plumber, it wasn't, but they'd have to go to the, the plumbing section of the yellow pages and then most people's behaviour in the yellow pages was to look through the directory to find a number mm -hmm. and then they, they'd turn the page and they'd be hit with this ad and then they would have to see that as greater value than just going through the directory and ringing the most local one. So you're talking like, at that time, because the yellow pages was on its way out, people may be paying five grand for sort of ten calls. Yeah. And with Google and Facebook meta in, in recent times, you've been able to pay 50 quid for the equivalent. Yeah. So like, and especially in these times as well, because we see a lot of like people as well, they expect them calls for that minimum budget. Like uh, people don't realize how much budget needs to go into them as yeah. well. Because obviously we always say like a minimum budget, like you, you, you're pretty much talking a lot. Whereas for particular things, obviously then yeah. you would expect it. Whereas now a lot of people expect a bit of a lower budget. And obviously if you, if you would think that, Back then, you would have 10 calls for five grand, whereas now you would have it for 50 quid off. I find that. Yeah, well, I would say this to people quite frequently, that they'll be like, oh, my leads have gone up to 20 quid a lead, 30 quid a lead, whatever. Um, and it's because they maybe ran Facebook ads or Google ads five years ago and they were getting leads for a pound. But what they don't realise is 10 years before that, people were paying 100 quid, 200 quid a lead in terms of the effort they were putting in to get leads. Yeah. So we've just had a spell where advertising's been massively underpriced yeah. and now those platforms want to make their money back. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's, that's, <laughs> that's, how it is. that's, the, that's the situation yeah. we're in. So I guess like there's other things you can do to optimise your Google search ads. A lot of it around making sure that your website is relevant mm -hmm. to what you're trying to get people for to do yeah so what what does that mean what do you need to do on your website so obviously a lot of the time it depends on like the user experience on there so as we always say i, I believe you mentioned it many times on the podcast before like always making sure that there's a button on, on every scroll um and just ensuring that it's optimized like best a call for to action experience. we mean yeah. yeah so making sure that there's always something there for a person to do so they're never unsure what to do on that page uh, and then obviously seo also comes into a factor of it um with, whether it's on the title tags on the meta descriptions anything like that you need to include them sort of keywords that you sort of targeted for on a search ad too because they both correlate obviously it's all through google yeah. um so i think the best practice on there is obviously ensuring that your seo is up to date with all the relevant keywords and within on the page um so it's relevant and also about the user experience on that actual page and how yeah. easy it is for people to make that call to action yeah yeah and all of that a lot of that gets missed not yeah. all of it a lot of it gets missed you know people don't realize that their H1 tag needs to be relevant, their H2 tag needs to be relevant. If you don't know what this means, it's easy to Google and find exactly. out, but header tags, header yeah. two tags, image tags, then the, the copy needs to be relevant because the relevance score of the page to the Google search ad campaign makes a massive, massive difference to how yeah. much it's going to cost you to get a lead or yeah. how much it's going to cost you to get a conversion. And even how high you rank, because if you're targeting for particular, for particular keywords on a search ad and it's quite a competitive space 
people are even paying to be on the second page of Google as well, yeah. like the top and bottom. Like you want to be doing that decent SEO too, so then you can also push up unless you want to be spending. A have, you, have you ever heard Andy's joke on that? No. Where's the best place to hide a dead body? <laughs> on the second page of Google. Page two of Google, yeah. Yeah. Because exactly. if if you're in such a competitive space that you can only afford for your search ads to show on page two, that you're not going to get. You're not going to get anything. Yeah. And um, so you need to really think about that. And what a lot of people don't realise, and Plumber is a great one for this. So Plumber, as a term on its own, you've got no chance. Nah. Like you're going up against Checker Trade, like the big All boys. All these big boys that are yeah, spending yeah. a lot. Yeah, spending millions. Yeah. So then maybe Plumber Colchester, like we said before, you've got a better chance, but you'll still be going up against those big, big boys yeah. yeah so the so the cost per click is going to be high cost per cpm cost per a thousand views is going to be high so then you need to look at what can i do to still get intent led traffic but that's going to pay me back mm-hmm. uh, and so looking at like you might be a gas safe engineer so then yeah. you do gas safe engineer Colchester, which is going to be less competitive than plumber Colchester. Yeah. Or it might be that you specialise in oil fired boilers. So then it'd be oil boiler plumber Colchester, oil boiler yeah. engineer Colchester. More specific. Yeah. yeah. And what you'll start to do is mop up the people who've got more uh, specific intent. Mm-hmm. So. Like pl- plumbing's a great one because everyone kind of understands what a radiator <laughs> is, what taps are. Yeah. yeah, so it's like my tap is leaking. That could be a great like my tap in Colchester is leaking. Could be. Yeah, it could be a, a, a lot of things, and people don't like a lot of the time as well. People just try fill their search ads with as many things as they can think about. Yeah. Like as long as you are very specific and you know what you want all you need it could be five keywords it could be 10 keywords in one search yeah. ad that can and by keywords we mean key phrases, key phrases. so yeah. it could be a sentence it yeah exactly be, yeah, yeah yeah so like if it's a sentence you're going to be more specific to them people and that and obviously you probably have to have that as a phrase match or an yeah. exact match which is obviously for people that are so obviously like a a broad match for instance if you if they even search like how to or instance yeah. you could be searching for that so you want to put them on like phrase matches or exact matches um but obviously as soon as that you're going more specific you're going to be targeting for them particular ones because obviously as soon yeah. as you said check a trade they're going to be serving for plumbers and everything yeah, along yeah. them lines um so as soon as that you're more specific you're more likely to get more value out of your money yeah and like to the point now where well, we, we've seen locally, let's say, I'll make up some names. So Jim Smith Plumbing. Let's say Jim Smith Plumbing is the biggest plumbing company in Shrewsbury. It's not. Yeah. I've made that up. But other plumbing companies will pay to show for the search term Jim Smith Plumbing. Yeah. So you need to be ahead of that. You might find that you need to bid on your own name. Yeah, oh, 100%. I, in, in a lot of the accounts that, that, that I work on, you have to have the business name in there. I use that in the headline um, and on the key phrases because anyone, as soon as that you're known in that space, people are going to be searching for it. Yeah. Even if we put probably Cobrake in there, you're probably hundred percent, hundred percent people will be buying exactly. that name to, to rank for. Ex- exactly. Yeah. So you all, so for me, I always put that even if it's a safe bet because even if you're searching for that, you're more likely to be above them people because of your domain as well you're going to be top spot regardless yeah so how would someone identify uh 
sort of the keywords that they should be looking for because it's it, on the surface it seems really obvious like oh I'm a recruitment agency I need to rank for recruitment agency yeah. recruitment agency recruitment yeah. agency Shropshire but the problem there is that's what every other recruitment agency in your area is trying to do mm-hmm. so how would you go and find high intent phrases that aren't massively high competition yeah so um there's loads of softwares out there that do that so you can put in a particular keyword and you search for it and it can give you loads of different options so you mainly want to be looking at a particular two particular metrics whether that's uh, search volume and how competitive it is um if you have a really really high search volume it's more likely that it's going to be a high competitive space um and obviously it is good still to have a couple of them in there if as long as they're high search volume whereas if they're only low search volume, search volume high, high, yeah. So, so absolute worst is low search volume, high competition. Yeah, because not many people are searching it, and everyone's trying to pay to get it. Yeah. Uh, absolute best is high search volume, low competition, which doesn't happen very often, but can happen. Yeah, like, it can happen, especially at like yeah, and, and like in in big towns that only have one thing. So like Shrewsbury only has one cinema. Yeah. So if you want to rank for cinema Shrewsbury, it's going to be high search volume, low, low competition. competition. Axe throw in Shrewsbury would be the same, yeah. whereas golf course Shrewsbury not so much because yeah. there's several golf courses around here. So that's kind of the logic. Um, and then you have obviously mid volume, mid competition as well, yeah. um, and and every variable around those. What kind of mistakes do you see people making when they come to look at their search terms? Oof. I think, as we said. And a lot of people, as you said before, they just go in it blindly. So they'll put in as soon as the first thing that pops into their head. So for us, it'll be like marketing agency uh, and, and like along them lines or plumbers, they'll just put that. So I think a lot of the time people don't understand how much actual research needs to go into it at the very start yeah. in terms of key phrases. Um and I don't think people understand how much search volume certain keywords get because as soon as that you look like for particular softwares that we use as well, um, we can see even the most specific keywords that are on there, you can get 100 people searching that a day in your area. And that can be great because if it's a lower competition, you're going to be laughing. Um, So I think that that's like the main struggle that we see people doing, not knowing what keywords to use. Um, and not getting the value out of their money and they're not actually doing the research beforehand and they're just going to go in blindly. So Yeah, I think they come at it because like, so many small businesses are relatively comfortable with social media, let's say. So they're coming at it from having maybe dabbled with meta ads or all the like where it's, it's all about getting leads. It's all about hooking people. Um, and that's not the mentality of search ads. The search ads, the intent is on the other side. Yeah. So there's an argument. For example, if I want someone to download my guide through meta ads and become a lead in my database, then there's probably a nurture period of 6, 9, 12, 18 months before they become a customer. Mm-hmm. If someone Googles marketing company Shrewsbury and we come top, the chance, the the time for them to become a customer is going to be a lot shorter because of the level of intent. So you're not comparing apples with apples. If you're willing to pay £10 for a lead on Meta, you need to consider that you might be willing to pay £100 for a lead on mm-hmm. Google because of the level of intent. They're much closer to sale. And they want it to be done yeah. now. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a problem that they want solving now, so you need to remove as much friction as you can. Exactly. And I, th- I, I just don't think many businesses have grasped that. Or, you know, without throwing too much shade, the agencies they're working with are not communicating that. No. That, that like, somebody needs their their roof redoing because it's leaking. Mm-hmm. You can't expect them to download a guide the seven and a half things you need to do to stop your roof leaking and then preempt when they're going to get a leak it's not no they need a fix now people are going to be searching like if even if you think what what sort of like finds me crazy and how i think about stuff while doing search ads is that i think about what my behavior is because everyone's behavior on google and stuff the only time you really use google is when you're wanting to know an answer to something yeah searching for something and even like as soon as you said what's the best place to hide a body is the second page of Google because I don't think probably nine times out of ten you've ever gone to that page because all your answer if if you can't find it on the first page of Google you probably won't find it anywhere and and like thinking about people's search behaviours they either bang it into Facebook and try and get someone else to answer for them they search on Google they search on YouTube or even TikTok now. Yeah, or, or TikTok for a solution, yeah. And you kind of like, you've got to think about how people are behaving. Yeah, 100%. And, I, th- I, th- I think you've got to think about that like in pretty much anything you're doing within, within Google because that's literally where the customer behavior always starts and like where people always are always relying on and yeah, are, yeah. Are, are, are even going to. And I think that that's one of the problems that people don't really think about is how powerful google actually is because one it's tracking everything and two it's pretty much something that every single person uses on a daily basis anywhere they go obviously facebook people use it but a lot of the time facebook they can either look on facebook for a solution as you said post for something or they're just browsing through facebook yeah and like a lot of and a lot of the time as you said it is good for like obviously all at the B two B and getting the leads and the stuff like that. But then on a on on a Google, people don't understand how much it's actually being used. And I think it's just people are are underestimating it. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's mad, isn't it? That like there's so many like there's so many industries that do use Google search. Like I think a lot of the trades do, especially through things like Checker Trades and stuff. Yeah. A lot of like um, anything that's customer facing, so uh, cinemas pubs restaurants tend to but a lot of like coaches and service-based businesses are really missing a trick by not having a google search strategy that actually if you know let's say someone's looking for um an over 50s personal trainer that that's a high level of intent oh yeah 100 percent. yeah and i think I think it's it's one of them really that it doesn't get shouted about either because as soon as that you see anything from like agencies or um, anyone that you've seen on LinkedIn or anything like that, it's always about Facebook or it's about billboards yeah. or it's about and people don't talk about Google as much as it is and I think it's one of them like dark horses that people don't really under, like understand. Yeah, it's weird because it was all anyone used to talk, used to talk about. about yeah. yeah, and and now it's become like. It feels less accessible, but actually, yeah. it's probably 
in some cases more effective. Yeah, and people are always like, as Andy always says, it's shiny object syndrome as well. People are always going to be seeing the new thing. Like as soon as TikTok came out, everyone's pushing for TikTok yeah, ads. Yeah, yeah, threads, soon, whatever. Yeah, as yeah. soon as LinkedIn started doing it, they started doing LinkedIn ads. And don't even get me started on LinkedIn ads. <laughs> like yeah. it's mental. And I think everyone's always trying to think about that. Whereas when you look at Google, it's, I think it's on a different level. Well, obviously it's a lot different to the Facebook and TikTok and obviously all these different platforms are always different to each other mm. but Google's very very powerful in the space of even a B2B or a B2C or a C2C or anything like that company you need to be on Google Same. so if uh, you want to get your Google ads sorted I can I can hook you up with a chat with Ben uh, <laughs> or Poddy as I should say but yeah no visit codebreak.co.uk um, fill in an application for a discovery call We'll suss out what's going on with your business. Uh, loads of free advice. There's a sort of a, a no-pitch promise. So if you don't want to work with us, we won't pitch you. <laughs> but um, yeah, love to chat to you and catch you again. See you later.